Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Mel, I use they, them pronouns, and I will be portraying Terpsichore, a all-around fun person to be with, and who uses a variety of pronouns. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Where we left it last week, you had reached the new works at Hyderal, which is a, a small settlement around a mine. You had run out to help with some kind of mine disaster, covered a lot of dust and injured people because there'd been a cave-in in the mine and you immediately rushed down the mine to help. And where we left it last week, you had found an injured miner. You had helped patch her up a bit, dug her out of the rubble, and you were bringing her back towards the surface. Uh, did we learn her name? I don't think you did ever ask her name. Hmm. Everything was happening quite quickly. Yeah, we're under yeah. some pressure. I'm assuming that you would like to pick her back up? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to help her out and make sure she actually got all the way out, being as she's still injured, I she believe. She is still injured. She is, she is leaning quite heavily on Amber, who just looks strongest to her. And you stagger up various bits of slope and steps and through corridors. It's quite a tight squeeze. It's quite narrow mining tunnels, but you make it work. Um, it's really nice to see daylight. It provokes a feeling of hope. Stumble out with her into a crowd of dust-covered, coughing, some injured, some on the floor, miners and helpers. Um, the mine boss, Sasha, is, is waiting immediately outside and comes forward to take the injured miner out of your, out of your hands. Um, how long were we down there? Maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Did we find out if this was all of them then? I know we weren't quite sure when we headed down. Sasha nods and says, I've done a head count. This is the last of them. All right. It seems like we wanted to get, uh... We wanted to get her up to the surface before continuing on, but um, there was definitely a continuation of, of path down there, and we wanted to check out to see and make sure that um, everything was clear before sending other people down ahead, but uh, just wanted to get her safe and also check in and make sure people knew we were doing that. Sasha Nelson says that would be. Very helpful. I've had your things fetched in case exactly this happened. She points and she's actually in the 15, 20 minutes you were down there. She's already sent someone to the inn and they've retrieved your packs and, and brought them over. Lovely. She says, if you want to go exploring, I figured you might need your equipment. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's good. I don't have much of a dungeoneering kit, personally. I describe my usual equipment as more of a more of an explorer's kit. <laughs> what do you need? We might be able to get it for you. Um, I don't know. I, I've not. I've not gone. I've not really gone underground much. It was just more of an observation. What do you think we should? What do you think we should take with us underground? Kind of shrug. Some light, less for you. Mm. Depends how long you'll be down there. Food, drink, maybe some rope, pickaxe. I've got all that except a pickaxe. We can get you a pickaxe. There's probably pickaxes still down at the face. Actually, that's true. Okay. In that case, I don't know. I feel reasonably well. Beyond that, weapons, something to draw a map with. I don't know. Hmm. I look around at my party and I'm like, does anyone have uh, something to write on? No. No. I, I don't think I do. Sasha says we can fix that. And, um, wait here. She disappears and comes back in a minute or two with a, f- a few sheets of somewhat scrappy paper. Some of them have got notes sort of crossed out on one side. And a soft graphite pencil and says, that should do you. I make no move to take it because I know my limitations. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Right, she hands you the, the, the paper and pencil. It says, now I know you're not local and this isn't really your job. So if you can go down, have an explore, let us know what we've broken through into how much repair work or walling off we need to do. I can offer you uh, 80 gold between you for, for the exploration. If you find real danger and you deal with it, I can double. Great. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a deal. Sounds good. Keep an eye out for ghosts. For, for ghosts? Well, almost certainly what we've broken through into is the old dwarven tunnel. Oh, all right. Okay, then. We'll look out for ghosts. You know. Be wary. Right. Well, right. off we go, then. Yep. Have any of you encountered spirits before? Uh, I feel like I probably have. Our character, like I, I feel like Tubsigri has probably encountered spirits at least in passing. I feel like you probably have, yeah. Mm. Uh, and you would know they come in a wide variety of, of power and hostility levels. Mm. I don't think Ember would have. I feel like real might have. You'd certainly have. You sounded like you had some helpful, helpful experience. Mm hmm. Good, we'll, we'll follow your lead. I think Tepsikori kind of taps you on the shoulder in a comradely sort of way. <laughs> Total confidence in your, in, your, in your ghostly abilities on account of presumably you have gone to ghost university. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I, Macbeth? No, Hamlet. <laughs> yes, Hamlet, geez, Macbeth. <laughs> All right, real looks. Uh, hmm, 
nervous, but he is just going to sort of nod and corral everybody back down into the tunnels, I suppose, if we have everything we think we might need. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, okay. We'll change into my traveling gear once we're, you know, have a modicum of privacy by by dint of being yeah, in the mine. There, there are various sort of corners you can duck around once you're down in the mine and mm-hmm. change in a dignified fashion. Mm-hmm. It's still very dusty. You know, things haven't had time to settle. Um, mm-hmm. So although you can mostly see where you're going, it's still a bit, it's not nice down there. Uh, you retrace your steps back to where you found the injured miner. There's about 30 feet of tunnel floor that is just completely covered in rubble. They have clearly dug forward and reached a point where instead of solid rock, there was a wall. And when they broke through the wall, both the wall and some of the ceiling came down. So it's passable. And you can see on the other side, there is more tunnel that they've broken through into and it's running at right angles. They've come through the wall of another. The tunnel on the other side, when you pick your way forward, has an arched roof, a round arched top, but it is shorter than the the mine you've been in. It's only about five feet high at the center point of the arch, so some of you are having to crouch down or hunch over to fit inside. No, I'm good. It's maybe messing up my pomade, though. <laughs> there is so much dust in the air you are probably wearing a lovely cap of Ugh. rock dust that's stuck to it but you are essentially standing at an intersection you can go left or you can go right let's go left unless wait does uh, they appear distinguishable in any way shape or form <laughs> are these who, the, like who doesn't suck at investigation slash nature this would be perception um, I'm also voting left just because I like left better. Well, you don't have to stop and think about it. You can just go left. Let's go left. All right. <laughs> All right, you go left. All right, could I have a marching order, please? The... Uh, I'll, I'll take the front, I guess. Since I'm yeah, I think the best dark vision. That would um, make sense. I'll go solidly in the middle since I have I'll no go... dark vision. I'll go next to Ember with a with a produced flame flame in my hand. Okay. Which I guess puts Alicia at the back. Yeah. You turn left, creep your way forward along this tunnel. It's a four or five feet wide and four or five feet high, depending on exactly where you're standing. So it's fairly cramped. But you work your way along it. It's it's a different kind of dust in here. There is still some dust that's been blown up by the recent rockfall, but it looks like most of the most of that went outwards towards the new mine. What you have where you're standing is just a lot of settled over time dust. It's just gathered in these disused tunnels. It's completely black down here unless one of you is making light, which is find for real but i think becomes a problem for everyone else because i think you only have low light vision not pitch black vision um i mm-hmm. gave ember some of my candles that's what you did also i have dark vision and also i'm 
holding it produce flame. There we are. So you have some light to see by. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Wood Elves just have Stone Cold Dark Vision. Oh, yeah. cool. I misremembered. Almost everything is now. It's all Dark Vision all the time. <laughs> Except for our token human. Except for the token human. <laughs> Every party's got to have one. Yeah. It's alright, at some point you'll find stylish goggles or something. <laughs> but you can all see the dark. When the GM gets sick of one person in the party not having dark vision. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is very straightforwardly your problem. Hmm. You you creep forward thirty feet, fifty feet. And at around eighty feet, the tunnel that you're in opens out into a, a roughly carved rock room. The ceiling is slightly higher in here, you can stand up straight. It's all still rough, it's not finished. It's a mined space, not a built space, uh, but it is substantially larger. And here you can see that most of the walls, instead of the generally grey rock that you've been passing through, are a deep bluish colour, slightly softer to the touch. Uh, would I be familiar with this from this material as someone who is a smithing nerd actually yeah you'd take a moment to look at it with, with the help of your candle and this this is a form of iron okay which is what you would expect them to be mining in these parts but otherwise you have reached a dead end just this is, this is an unfinished chamber with where there's clearly a lot of ore still waiting to be mined hmm all right, I'll mark down this area on the map for people mm -hmm. to mine later, and let's go back up the other, the other way. You reverse direction, you work your way back 80 feet or so to the opening to the new mines and keep going past it. And in another 50 feet or so, you, you reach a, a wooden door on your left, which is standing ajar tunnel continues past. Is there dust on all of this? Like there's yeah, on, none on the this, handle and everything? None of this looks like it's been recently disturbed. Hmm. Can I take a peek inside without touching the door? Just sort of since it's a jar, can is it a jar enough we can look inside? You can look through the gap. The door opens inwards. Um, you don't see any furniture, the walls have been roughly squared off, but not you know, decoratively smoothed or anything. This is still quite a rough room. Um, what you see is a lot of planks of wood and timber that could be useful for struts. I think it's just uh, construction things for the tunnels to keep them propped up. All right. This feels good. I'm liking the number of ghosts we've encountered. <laughs> I would like to continue to encounter this number of ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, let's uh, continue. Unless somebody wants some wood for some reason. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then let's keep going. Okay, could I have from you, because you're in front, perception check? Oh, yay. Alright. Also, because Real has that good, good dark vision. Yeah. That's why you're in front. Uh, 16. 
Okay. As you continue forward, the tunnel stops running quite so straight and starts to wind and become sinuous. There's less dust on the floor now. You can hear from up ahead a soft dripping noise. And as you push forward on the walls and sometimes on the ceiling, you start seeing thick trails of slime. Hmm. Do I recognize uh, the slime? Like, is this something that just happens in caves that I know of? You have been in enough caves to recognize that this is unusual. Okay. So that doesn't usually happen? All that, see that slime? That's not um, terribly normal, as, as far as I know, but, I, I mean, just keep an eye on it, I guess? Real sort of motions at the slime. Hey, I have a bad feeling about this slime. Could I, could I, could I use Arcana to work out if there's something <laughs> pain about this slime? Because I'm in D&D and I've encountered slime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. This is where I wish I hadn't just lost my D20. Oh yeah, I found it again. Uh, do you want help with that? Um, well, I just rolled a 10, so I'm not sure help is going to directly. Oh, so oh, also right. thinking in my head, so. What, what are you trying to work out about it? Like, if it is some sort of magical creature, you know? Or the ter- or the signs of some sort of magical thing, some sort of unnatural outsidery object. Okay. Um... I'm trying to work out: is this some slime or a slime? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a trail of slime, like something has mm. been creeping along these walls. It doesn't look intensely magical hmm. you haven't spent a lot of time in slimy caves that's fair I do my best um, intense outdoors person stance and then I say this is a trail it's spore and then I guess we keep going because we did. We are getting paid for this so. <laughs> wait you said the slime was also on the ceiling sometimes in places sometimes the trail kind of meanders up there Hmm. Okay. I think we can just... I feel like we should maybe just follow... If we follow the trail, then we will identify the thing that left it. But also maybe, and I hate to say this, Ember, we should put our lights out. Okay. Uh, can I, like, put my hands on someone's shoulders? Sure, you can put your hands on my shoulder. It's fine. Okay. Subsidiary is very warm to the touch. Noted. Do you keep going like that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you trying to be stealthy? I get the feeling you're trying to be stealthy. Yeah, I think we're probably trying to be stealthy. Yeah, I think at this point. Yeah, I think I would like you to roll me some stealth checks, please. Okay. Sweet. Oh, wait, I think I have disadvantage on this. Yes, I do. Clank, 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 clank. 
that's a 14 for me. 11. 8. <laughs> okay. Good to know. It would beat my passive perception. All right, you keep going forward. Mm -hmm. the, the level of dust keeps reducing the level of density of trails keeps increasing and real you're seeing occasional amorphous wet looking shapes on the floor um but before you have a chance to point these out ember who is going completely blind here steps on one and it makes a horrible squelchy popping noise yeah it's really gross under your foot yep don't like that stepped on something hate it hate it sorry sorry right maybe we shouldn't step on those um i'll point them out as we come on them i didn't think they'd make that kind of noise Ugh. You continue? Guess we keep. Yes, yeah. and I will uh, quietly murmur back at everybody whenever there's one that's kind of in, in coming up on the ground in front of us to avoid. Yeah. A lot of them seem to prefer the walls because it's less dusty to, to cling on there. Uh, are these like things? A animals? Stop and take a look, and these are slugs. But really big slugs. Like the size of our hand big? Yeah. Ooh. Like big Lime juicy Lord. slimy slugs. Blech. Can I can I sketch one? Sure. On one of these pieces of paper that were given to me? Absolutely. Um they they look pretty normal for slugs. I mean they've got, you know, long slimy bodies and little pokey antennae at the front and they're moist all over and if you pry one off the wall it curls up in that kind of muscular way mm -hmm. behaves like a slug just a big ugly one yes Brill has carefully pried one off of the wall and then sort of feels bad that it looks scared and is gonna try and like gently put it on the ground yeah it's it's slightly curled up around itself oh and flexing like it's looking for something else to cling to. So you, you could roll it into a corner and leave it to figure itself out. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will gently, apologetically do that. The, the tunnel is still somewhat sinuous, but you can see now, having come a couple of hundred feet up ahead, it looks like it's opening out to a larger chamber. All right, I think we're actually getting somewhere here, y'all. Is it the slug mother? I hope not. I hadn't thought slug. about that until you said something. Thanks. You're welcome. We press on. Okay. Cautiously, because now Rill is thinking of the slug mother. <laughs> <laughs> the slug mother welcomes you, child. <laughs> it's fine, Ben. You can take a back seat. I've got this. The slug mother welcomes you into her humble home. <laughs> First. Uh... 
You do. You, you you cut out into the chamber, and you do not see a slug mother. Ooh, what good. you do see is a much larger chamber. I mean, this is three hundred feet deep, maybe, and a couple hundred. It's bigger, but a lot of that space on the left, it's in you. And sorry, you have come out onto kind of a balcony level that runs around the left side of the chamber, and there's an a step down of about five feet to another balcony level and then another step down to the floor of this chamber which is semi-flooded about half of it is is covered in water and the back wall near the water is gleaming to your eyes at least with flowstone where the water has run over decades down the wall and has deposited limestone in its wake so it's like a big, gleaming, flat stalactite against the wall. It's quite pretty. Hmm. And there is an ominous ripple coming from the water. I don't like anything that's ominous. Oh, it's the slug, mother. I think you like, um... Like, this place was inhabited. Dwarves have dark vision, I imagine. But mm. we don't see any buildings out here? No. This, open open area? It, it, it's a big dugout cavern. You see on the far side of it, on the floor level, there is a, a closed wooden door. Mm. And mm. along the walls of the chamber, there are a couple of open passageways. Oh. If we go around this uh, balcony area that we came out on, can we get to that door? Not without going down the steps, which will take you closer to the water. I'm going to give you a photo of what the space looks like, because I feel like that will help you. And not at all make you feel nervous. <laughs> cool. Hey. Yeah, 300 feet of open air is not uh, putting real at ease. <laughs> are these actual ripple? are these ominous ripples 60 feet or more away? No. Okay, that's that's good. I can also be disquieted by these ripples. Yes, Rill is going to tell them uh, there's ripples and there's lots of water and a very pretty shiny wall. And a door mm-hmm. that we might have to swim or wade to. Uh, there's, there's quite a lot of dry floor as well. Oh, okay, good. There's one edge of the chamber is, is flooded. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Sorry, we can just walk over there. That's fine. <laughs> mm. I feel like opening doors goes beyond brief because the point isn't to invite more bad things, is to tell them if bad things are coming. Yeah, we can't know if bad things are coming until we open the doors, right? But if we open the doors, we are inviting more bad things. I well, feel like... But who's to say that bad things can't open doors? Who's our ghost expert? Well, I think ghosts can come through doors. <laughs> Whilst you are having this conversation and getting increasingly heated, the door opens. No, uh, but a big, big, slimy body surfaces from that pool of water. <laughs> it's really ominous looking, and it is clearly a giant slug, Mum. No! Oh, good. Hey, my esteemed colleagues. You just had to say something, didn't you? 
Did they say that if we encounter trouble, we had to play it, or maybe they pay us double if we did? The second one. I mean, I feel like that slug isn't going to chase us real fast. Hey, is this no, it... charging us or something? It's slithering its way towards you at a reasonable speed. It's slower than you are, but it's not so... super, super slow. <laughs> The giant angry slug. I drew you a slug. Do we want to fight this angry slug for 80 gold pieces? I, I feel mean, like we up a slug. I think we, yeah, it's it's pretty slow. And if it's going to be following us, we should probably take care of the threat as much as it is. All right, cool. And I cast Produce Flame. <laughs> cool. Everyone, please roll initiative. Congratulations, Ember. You can see the slug now. Ah! Actually, probably not. Produce flame doesn't produce a lot of light. I will light my torch on <laughs> your flame. <laughs> produce flame sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10. I cast dancing lights and... <laughs> yeah, the, the produce flame would get you a glimpse of the fact that there is water on the floor and that the mm. wall has got flowstone on it, but you would not be able to see the slug. Mm. I... I cast dancing lights and sort of throw them, uh, the four uh, torch-sized lights, sort of around the slug in the general area. I have 120-foot range on that, so... Yeah, you can do that, but I would like you to roll initiative. That slug is coming for you. Good. Oh, no. Oh, that'll do. I'll also say out loud, 12 for the listeners at home. Three. Ten. Twenty. In the tradition of clerics going completely last. <laughs> I rolled a net one and I have a plus two, so... <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe it's getting my bad rolls out of the way first. I hope. No, the cleric, the cleric going last is fine. It means you can heal us. Oh wait, you just expended all your healing up, up on the surface. I have one up my sleeve. Oh, that's fine. We're gonna be fine. It's a slug. Yeah, it's a giant slug. <laughs> How bad can a slug be, really? That's what. That's my question. Like, can I cast? Uh, can Can I do it like animal handling or uh, nature check? <laughs> you would have to wait until your turn to try that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I did roll. I did get a 20. Yeah, well, yes, and, and it is going to be your turn first. But what I mean is um, there's a limit to how much you can all do preparatory things before we mm. okay. hit a combat order. Okay. That's fair. So I have a duplicate slug because the way I tend to handle initiative is I have duplicates of all the tokens and I lay them out in an order. Mm. And then I can see what's up. Told you it was a slug mother. You totally called it. <laughs> and I don't know whether that's you or Terpsichore, but you totally called it. Oh, Terpsichore totally called it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to be... Terpsichore didn't mean it, but Terpsichore did. <laughs> it has now reluctantly been correct. Rill is annoyed at Terpsichore because he spoke it into existence. <laughs> 100% how it works. Okay, Alusha, you are up. Okay, so um, I do want to do either a nature or an animal handling check. Okay. Um, 
are you looking at it or are you trying to do something with it? I'm trying to um, I'm trying to assess whether or not uh, it uh, is if there's any kind of intelligence and uh, if it if it does mean us harm like it could just be I don't like I could just be curious like it's a creature like that's just been hanging out down here like I, I don't I don't yeah okay so you can you can spend your action to look closer at it from where you're standing um okay yeah roll me an H check okay okay it's a 12 it looks like a giant slug um that is barreling towards you in a slug-like fashion. You have heard that the creatures underground, particularly the bugs underground and the creepy crawlies, do tend to get bigger than on the surface, and you know that the drow farm them sometimes. Mm-hmm. As far as you can see from here, this looks like it's an animal, it's a natural creature, but it, it, it does have an aggressive posture. Okay. Um, Would you like to move? Okay. Um, so since Alusha is the one, the one of us that has a ranged weapon, it might be a good idea for her to go up to um, the the second level um, to. You are currently all on the second level. You have you have come in at. Oh, oh, we are. We're we're on the second. Level. Okay, got it. Yeah. got it. Okay. Um, so you're standing quite near some stairs, which would take you down to the middle or the bottom, as you choose. Okay. Um, so, uh, she's gonna move, uh, closer to the, uh, on the second level, she's gonna move closer to the, um, the center, uh, okay. the center entrances that- Just with a full movement? Yeah. What, what is your movement, please? Oh, um, I think it's 30. Feet. Yeah, thirty-five feet. Thirty-five okay. feet walking. So you could be about there. You've you've basically gone to the other side of of the steps a little way. Uh, next is Tepsikari. Okay. Um. So I can I could hold an action, right? Can I ready an action? Uh, yes, I will let you, as long as you specify what it is and, and what would trigger it. That's fine. So I've just discovered I can't actually dismiss a produced flame at will. I have to yes. use an action to lob it or um, okay. uh, dismiss it. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, I don't want to come down to party with the slug. Um, so instead, also I'd like it to come out of the water, ideally, for me. Um, so what I'm going to do instead is I'm just going to kind of stay, I guess, basically where I am. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to prepare an action to throw my ball of fire at this slug when it comes within 30 feet of me. Super. That's it. Uh, it is now the slug's turn. Check the speed of the slug. And it's, it is going to slither its way towards you mm. um, and just as it's coming to the base of the stairs it will come within your range 
and you can lob your fire at it. Cool. That is ooh, 19 on the dice. Um, that, that will hit it because it's not hard to hit, it being a huge slot. Yeah. Um, in that case, it takes. Oh no, I didn't have a d8 ready. More for me. The d8, the most used of all the dice. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it takes four. It takes four fire damage. Right, you have lightly singed the slug, which does not look any more peaceable. Mm, well, there you go. Uh, that is the slug's turn. Ember, you're up. You can now see what's going on because you have got dancing lights from Rill. Okay. Um. I am, and it is within 30 feet of me, yes? It is within 30 feet of you, yes. It's about 20 okay. feet away. Cool. I am going to use my bonus action to cast Ensnaring Strike on one of my battle axes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to run forward and give the slug a good old hack. Ah, it is within 20 feet of you for ranged weapons. Um, for you to reach it, I don't know if you can. Let me just. Oh. Speak. No, you can only you can get about halfway down the stairs. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were uh, going to do a range thing. Um, you, you can get closer to it, but you can't quite reach it. Okay. Um. Okay, then I will just get closer to it. Um. And still cast ensnaring strike um but not attack this turn okay yeah real you're up okay um i'm gonna keep dancing lights going and um that's why it's concentration isn't it yes it is um, and because Ember has not suddenly developed dark vision, I'm going to keep letting no, I, her be I, able I, to see things. I agree um, with your tactic. Can I? It says that I can make them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. I had them as glowing orbs. Can I try and make them look like um, like torches? Like I'm trying to see if this thing is afraid of fire. If we could use that. Yes, but I think I'll ask you to spend your action on. Okay, that's Changing fine. the appearance of that spell, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. You concentrate, they go from sort of white glowing orbs to looking like little flickering torch-like flames. The slug appears unperturbed. Hmm, alright. It, it doesn't appear to care. It's, it's still charging in towards, towards Ember. Um, Alusha, unless Rill would like to move. Um, everybody is kind of crowding around the stairs, so I'll just, uh, move along the wall, um, towards the stairs. Okay, so just a couple of... Yeah. Also, we all had a lower initiative than Lucia. Did we skip over in the order? No, we did have first, but all she did was move and look at it. Okay. Because she was trying to work out if it was actually aggressive or just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Coming to say a friendly hello. Yeah. No, I got mixed up. But it is a looser again. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just I'll just fire at it with my bow. So that was fifteen, and then I have 
plus seven, so uh, 22 to hit. That hits. Are you shooting an arrow at it? Yeah. Fabulous. Roll me some damage, please. Ooh, that's gonna be um, 11 piercing damage. Cool. Your arrow kind of sinks completely into it in a squishy way. Uh, Tepsikari. Hi, hi. Um, you are up. Hmm. Um, I feel like there really isn't anything better for me to do with this slug than keep firing, than he keep hurling globs of fire at it. So I'm going to hurl another glob of fire at it. Valid. I'm quite enjoying glo- hurling globs of fire at things. Yeah, it's like a thing. It's hard to be afraid of a slug, even if it's a really big slug. Even if it's a giant angry slug. No, it's fair. It's fair. Um, is this slug hit with an 11? Yes. Sweet. Love to hurt slugs with fire. <laughs> no, I'll take that out of context and use it against me. That's five points of burning damage, as it's burned slightly more than last time. How, how perturbed does this slug appear? Moderately. I love a moderately perturbed slug. It is going to <laughs> continue sliming its way forwards halfway up the stairs, and it is going to make... I wonder what kind of attacks the slug has. Whatever they are, I'm sure they're super fun. I, I imagine it's going to try and eat somebody, perhaps? It is, it is first going to attempt to bite Ember. Does it does it have teeth? Well, it's it's gonna rear back and throw itself forward and attempt to close its mouth on Ember. Uh, going to rasp uh, Ember? I'm sure they have rasps. They 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 eat some quite tough vegetation, so they're not completely squishy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, no, I think they have like I think they have like um tongues that are like giant horrible files. Good. That's. This is what you wanted to hear. Um, <laughs> You're luckily, welcome. However, that is only an eight to hit. Uh, so oh, that so doesn't hit. Probably does not hit. However, it's then going to slime its way up another square and try to crawl over you. And you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. All heavy armor users love making dexterity saving. So I've heard. So I've heard. Uh, Thirteen. That just passes. So Whew. you are instead pushed backwards up the stairs by the weight of the slug. <laughs> you may not like this, but this is what has happened. <laughs> All right. Man, it's all in your armor and your clothes and your hair. Yeah, you you are, you know, not completely unslimed now. Ugh. You know, it slobbered on you and it tried to crawl on you and it's all very gross. 
And it is your turn. Alrighty. Well, <clears throat> I am gonna strike this slimy friendo. Um, that is a 17. That hits. Hit. Um, so that is, and I'm gonna be using my battle axe in both hands, by the way. Sure. Um, that is a nine, and a snaring strike goes off as well, um, which does an extra d6 damage. Um, so that is another four, so 13 total. Um, and then it must make a strength saving throw or be restrained. Okay. And that was only an eight on the saving throw. It fails, so it is restrained. So that I know that means oh, it wait. can't move. Wait, is it large or it larger? Is large. It is. Okay, it, is. it gets advantage. It's taking up two full things. It rolled even worse the second time. It's clearly the wrong d20 for this slug. Cool. Then it is still restrained. Does that um, stop it attacking or just stop it moving? I think it just stops it moving. Um, let me look up restrained condition. Um, its speed becomes zero, and attack rolls against it have advantage, and it has disadvantage on its own attack rolls. And look Thank you very it. much. That's what we needed to know. Yep. How perturbed is the slug? <laughs> It's trying to eat Ember. You may judge for yourself the level oh. of perturbation that implies. Um, also, since I have a little bit of movement left after doing that, yeah, you have all your if you'd like it. Yeah, I'm gonna jump back a little bit. The um, restraining spell on the axe—that's a spell, isn't it? So it's not that the axe has to stay in it. Yeah. Does it get reactions if it's restrained? It still gets its reaction, because it yeah. still has a reach and therefore a threatened area. Yeah, it's it's going to attempt to bite you with its horrible razor-sharp slug teeth, as we've just established it has. <laughs> that is very quick on the googling. Or a horrible razor-sharp razor slug teeth tongue. <laughs> They're on its tongue. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's 23 to hit with its horrible slug teeth. And that's with disadvantage? No, with disadvantage, it's 19 to hit. Oh, that just hits. Lug doing some damage. That is 11 points of piercing damage. Ouch. Horrible slug teeth. Ouch. I don't know where... Okay, there it is. Where would you like to move to? Uh, just... Slightly out of reach. Um, just up to the top of the stairs. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, you you are facing a slug that is out that is a, a, restra a magically restrained slug. And you have advantage. And you have advantage Yay. if you want to attack it because it is magically restrained. 
All right. Well, I was going to shoot it with its crossbow, with my crossbow, but since I have advantage, I'm just going to walk up to it and um, grimacing terribly, reach out and touch it to inflict wounds. Okay. Oh, this is so bad. This is so bad. And uh, I have to make a... Okay, good thing I have advantage, because that was bad. Um, that's only slightly better. 14 to hit? That will hit. Yay, alright. Uh, 16 points of necrotic damage. Wow. In the process, you do take four points of acid damage to your hand. <sighs> Sorry. That's all right. It's it's very slimy. Yep. Okay, Alicia. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna fire it with my bow again. Oh, uh, this one not so great. Um, that's ten. That will still hit. Okay. This slug is like ten feet long. It does not have high dodging abilities. <laughs> That's going to be uh, eight piercing damage. Okay. I'm going to get so good at subtraction over the course of this campaign. <laughs> it's going to be really impressive. You staying where you are? Um, hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Top secretary. All right. Um, well, because I have one one combat trick, well, I have to <laughs> use at least two things. Yeah. This, 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 the, these slugs don't seem to mind being on the ceiling, though. So, um, my it might even be too large for your levitate skills. I don't know. Oh shit! That's true. Um. Uh, is it up to 500 pounds? Is this a half-ton slug? I... I don't know what it weighs. That's fair. I, I can tell you that it is officially large. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't matter, because I'm going to throw a big... I'm going to throw a ball fire at it. I can't say fireball, because otherwise that gets really confusing. It sounds That's like a different thing. Wizard, yeah. Um, Just a handful of fire. Yeah. So that's uh, 18, on, 18, 18 total both times, which I'm pretty sure hits this. Does hit. It's the slug. Um, and that, every time I throw, every time I throw, it's getting bigger and hotter as I just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it takes seven points of fire damage. Nice. Out perturbing it, perturbing it greatly. At least I hope it is. I hope it's fire. It, it, secretly it's needs fire damage. Starting to look a bit singed and beaten up. Yeah, Good. it doesn't look like a happy slug. Um, it looks, in fact, like now, in addition to its initial state of being a hungry slug, it might now also be pissed off. It is going to attempt, despite being restrained, to eat Rill. Uh, is this the beginning of its turn then? It is. Okay, so it does take an extra d6 piercing damage at the start of its turns. Um, and then it um, it can use its action to make a strength check to try and get free. Okay. 
Uh, that's just an extra one point of damage, though. Okay. Yeah, it's better than nothing. So is it, like, entangled with, like, thorny vines or something? Yeah. Nice. Sick. Nice. A writhing mass of thorny vines. Nice. They have just... You can't actually see them, because they have sprung out of the steps into the belly of this slug. Ugh. And it's just kind of writhing in this horrible pinned kind of way. Not nice. Um... Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna make that strength back and try and try and chase chase you down. Um, so that is eighteen on the strength check. Yeah, it ex- it succeeds. Right, and it's gonna try and crawl over the top of Rill, uh. who needs to make a Dex saving throw. Oh, my favorite. And then I have disadvantage. Uh, okay, so that is... Da, 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 da. Tw- uh, nope, sorry. 14. You succeed and are instead pushed backwards. Great. However, there is nothing that says it can only do that once. It just says, while it is moving, it can enter larger, smaller creature spaces. So it's also going to have a go, having missed you, at crawling over the top of Ember instead. Who also cool. needs to make a deck saving throw? <laughs> the slug is hungry. Three. You oh. have been crawled over. Oh no! By a horrible, slimy thing with a horrible muscular underside that kind of curls down around you and <laughs> pins you down as it rolls over the top of you. Mm. Oh. In the process, you take an amount of acid damage you take nine acid damage okay and you are restrained okay also you can't breathe oh good because you are trapped in slug slime Uh, i'm gonna try to get you out of there ember it is ember's turn next you can attempt to make a strength check and crawl out from under the slug Okay. Or you can do something else. It's up to you. Uh, how hurt is the slug looking? Hard to tell from underneath it. Do I know how hot, how hurt it was looking as it was heading towards me? It it, it definitely has been injured. Okay. Uh. uh I'm gonna make that strength saving throw. Go for it. That's a nat 20 plus 3. Hell yeah. Yeah, you dig your fingers into the flesh of the slug above you and kind of crawl out that way, pulling yourself along in handfuls of horrible, slimy slug flesh. (laughs) Great. Awesome. And you emerge from under the slug. That was super unpleasant. I don't. It's hard to tell exactly how a slug looks. Let's stick with perturbed. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to try and move further away, or are you staying put? Uh, it would have an awu on me, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. 
It's got its reaction. Um, I'm gonna risk staying put. Okay. That was a good song. Thanks. <laughs> Rill is next to a giant, now unrestrained, hungry slug. Good, just where I thought I'd be spending today. <laughs> it's what you expected when you woke up this morning. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, I really don't want to have my hand sprayed with more acid blood gunk stuff. So um, I'm just going to try and hit this thing with my mace instead. Go for it. That's going to be an 18. Hits. All right. And and that's going to be uh, three points of damage. Okay. You, you pull your mace back over your head and you bring it down hard on the side of the slug. And it wobbles like you've smacked a jelly. And the mace makes no impact at all. It just bounces off. Okay. <laughs> Alusha. Okay. Um, it's just tried to eat two of your friends. Okay, yeah. I'm going to um, rush forward and uh, attack it with my um, short swords. Okay. Mm, which wasn't great. Uh, ten. Hits. All right. Uh, that is uh, seven piercing damage with my short sword. Okay. Uh... Okay. Okay. Uh... Rill, are you looking, like, badly beaten up at this point? Uh, no. No. I only took a little, uh, a couple points of damage. I'm okay. Oh, that's fine, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Um, at which point, um, this kind of, like, a middle, this, so there's, like, three levels, yeah? Yes, you are standing on the top most, in fact, all of you, including the slug, are now at the top. Well, the top, halfway on the steps. If I wanted to like drop down to the second level, would it be possible to do so without taking the stairs? Yes, um, it's about a five foot drop, so you would. Oh, that's use more of your movement doing so because you'd have to climb down, but it is it is possible. Sure, that's fine. Um, okay, in that case, I'm going to start by lobbing a. I don't. No, it's fine. Real has like touch attacks. This is fine. Um, so I'm going to start by throwing a fireball at it because everyone loves people throwing fire at things that they're currently engaged with. Yeah, I mean, all of your friends are on the other side of the slug, so you'd probably be fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. Um, That is a 12. That hits. Sweet. This this slug is very easy. This is fine. We don't need to worry about a slug. slug is huge. (laughs) This slug is here to lull us into a false sense of security. The mold coming out of it we need to worry about. We've seen one giant slug and zero ghosts, so we're still keeping that ghost. It's, it's actually very low. actually true that this slug should have been much harder, but I totally forgot one of the environmental conditions. I've only just remembered. Hey, so. <laughs> I don't seven damage to it anyway. Get away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. The slug is is writhing in unhappiness. Right. <laughs> um, 
I'm then going to just kind of drop down to the next level. Sure. Just to kind of like make it so it can't just slime all Slightly of us. Slightly further away from the gnashing jaws of the slug. I mean, horrible chainsaw tongue is what I was scared of. Unless this one specifically has gnashing jaws. It's okay. It's your world. It has some form of razor sharp horridness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I'm terrified of. Which makes you quite sensible. Uh, the slug is basically going to go first try and attack, try and bite Ember with its horrible razor sharp jaws. You're, you're nearest its face, unfortunately. Um, and that is 23 to hit. Yeah. Seven piercing damage. Whew. Okay. From horrible razor sharp teeth. If, uh... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, so you, what, you, what were you saying? Oh, uh, no. Finish the slug's turn first. The slug is going to then turn, turn itself slightly sideways and try and crawl over first rail and then Alusha if that doesn't work. No. <laughs> yes. Well, that is what it looks like, and it's horrid. <laughs> Real, please make me a strength saving check. Do I mean say that? I think I mean deck. Uh, please make me a deck. To the listeners save. at home, I just I hate wonderful. those teeth. I hate oh, it. No. We have just been gifted a wonderful diagram of a snail eating something with its horrible, raspy tongue. Uh, it's well. like an organic chainsaw. Is the chainsaw mouth? No. <laughs> That's just no, how snails are. Them. I'm I'm trying to remember if you exactly meet the eight, the DC on a attack like that, you save, I think. I think it's up to you. You can pick whether we save or not save. I mean generally you just need to meet the difficulty, you don't need to exceed it. Right. In which case, yes, you you manage just about to dance backwards and avoid being engulfed by a slug who will continue to Good. turn and try and crawl over a Lucia instead, who also needs to make a dexterity save. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What did you roll? Well, well, that's a six. Oh no. You are underneath the slimy muscular underbelly. I sure of a am. Giant acidic slug. And you take. I sure am. 11 acid damage. I don't like that. Okay. From its horrible sticky slime. Cool beans. Is there anything else I can do? Not until your turn. Cool. I will send you all a new photograph of the situation. And it is Ember's turn. I'm gonna... Uh, sort of grab whatever part of me looks most injured and use lay on hands. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's just all your exposed skin is coming up all red and oh burned and raw. <laughs> Well, then I'm just going to grab my face and <laughs> <laughs> just 
do that. Um, okay, Edna does some healing face hands. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to use the rest of my 10 lay on hands points. Okay. Because I was at one hit point left. Oh, oh gosh. You should have said something. That's... I was about to. Because, <laughs> I mean, so the... I got that low on the last turn when the slug just bit me. That's oh, I fair. see. Um, and then I realized I could heal myself. So now I'm at 11. Okay. That's better. <laughs> Some of the skin starts regrowing and looking a little bit less dripped off. Uh, Are you moving I... at all? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. The slug won't get a reaction because you're not next to its face. Okay, good. Yes. I am only attacking I'm with its face. Definitely moving um, as far away as I can while still staying on the top floor. Back towards the door you came in by? Yeah. You can get right into the corner of the balcony. Okay. Far away from the slug. Cool. Will. The slug has eaten your friend. Oh, great. Uh, Can I try and and yank them out from underneath the slug? You can't get to them. I mean, they are completely surrounded by the fringe of slug muscles. You you can't even see her right now. I hate these slug muscles so much. Oh, okay. Um, can I get over to Ember? Like, go around the slug, I guess? If they're uh, it, further away? It would get to try and snap at you on the in the process. Mm. Hang on, is that true? I think it's used its reaction this turn. I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't think it has. No, I think, it, it, yeah, it would get a snap at you. Um, that's okay. I'll take that chance. Okay. You'll need to learn Shocking Grasp. It's a good spell. I will also say you can't quite... No, you can't. You can just about reach Ember. By hopping over the slug's tail. Oh, good. Uh, Can I reach her to touch her? I was going to cast Cure Wounds, but it's a touch spell. Yeah, you you, you can. You can. At the limit of your movement, you can get up to her. Um, That is 19 on the reaction attack. That is just going to hit. And that is 13 piercing damage. Ouch. From the horrible razor-sharp jaws of this giant slug. Good. Great. That's what I love. Then I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on poor Ember. Okay. On the plus side, you are now well out of reach of the slug. Good. Yay. That's uh, 13 points to Ember. Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. Alusha, you are in complete darkness, completely surrounded by the writhing muscles of the slug's foot. Uh, You can, you, you are restrained, so you can't move, you can't breathe. You can uh, choose to make a strength check to try and escape, or while you are under there, you can stab it with your swords. 
I'll try can to. I, it's up to you. Can I? Can I wolf the fuck out? Heck yes, you can wolf the fuck out. <laughs> wolf the fuck out of this slug. Um, okay. It won't actually get you unrestrained. You'll just be under the slug and a wolf. But then as a wolf, I want to try to make a strength. It, would, it takes your action to wolf out. Okay. Um, you, you would have a much better chance next turn of escaping the slug if you ch- spent this turn wolfing out. Um, in, in terms of how long you're under there, every turn is six seconds. Yeah, so you okay. can hold your breath for quite a long time under there, but it's likely the acid will continue to... Which isn't ideal. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a uh, strength. That's 11. That fails. God damn it. Okay. So you you are still under the slug, I'm afraid. Someone get this slug off of me so I can wolf out and beat the shit out of it. Uh, Terpsichore, two of your friends are huddling on the balcony, having healed each other. The third has vanished underneath a slug. Yeah, no. Uh, Terpsichore, yes, Terpsichore is suddenly, abruptly perturbed. <laughs> and she says, you leave my friends alone! And that last word is kind of swallowed by a sound that's more like the sound that a hawk would make as it dives, if it was on fire also. I'm going to use my Phoenix Soul thing! Yay! So, my special Phoenix Mantle ability. So, first off, I'm sorry, Rill, but it's really bright in here. Um, I shed bright light up to 30 feet, and dim light for another 30 feet. I'm so sorry, Rill, I'm sorry. Um, that's, that's okay, I'll deal with it. I want this this slug and its terrible teeth to go away. <laughs> um, so as my action, I'm going to throw a glob of fire at it, and I'm currently like, wreathed in like a full-on like phoenix silhouette. Um, and I think I will go. I think in this instance, uh, I need to just check very quickly. This is cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I I think I'm replacing the typical components with horrifying screech of a bird of prey, and um, like flapping my arms like massive wings. Nice. To fling a particularly hot fireball at it. Go for it. Um, yeah, that definitely hits. That's a nineteen. That hits. Um. It hits for uh, seven damage. Um, can't scream. But this slug looks like it would like to. It is sort of curled around the new burn in its side. You can start to see Alusha's limbs poking out from underneath. It is still moving. Are you telling me the slug has no lungs and it must scream? <laughs> I'm telling you, the slug has no vocal cords. In fairness, I don't think it, ha- I don't think it has lungs either. I think it has spiracles instead. Um, I, I think I think you may be right. Enormous slugs. Sorry, I, I think you're right. It does not. It does not have 
Copeland. Um, I'm then going to get right in its face. Okay. Can bite me if it wants to. I am on fire. <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. Um, it does want to. That's reasonable. It's not very bright. <laughs> it's a slug. It does not have a high intelligence. Uh, that is 14 to hit. Uh, 14 to hit. Oh, no. Small to uh, 14 to hit. AC. Yes. <laughs> you that was so nearly <laughs> an explanation. Uh, that is eight points of piercing damage. Um, In that... this bright light that you are shedding, it gleams really impressively off the razor-sharp teeth. Yeah. Before they close on you. It does take an additional two points of um, additional two points of fire damage for trying to radulate to for trying to scrape something that is on fire. Yeah, it bites down on you, and then it kind of recoils, hmm. and you can see its horrible slug tongue is singed. Um, Good. However, unfortunately for Alusha, she is still underneath it. Mm. Yeah, I'm having a grand old time. Although it's rolling really low, and you only take five additional acid damage. I think I wish I'd levitated it instead now, don't you? <laughs> now you're thinking about it, yeah. Ben, did you say I have an additional five points of damage? Yeah. Cool. I'm at, I'm at nine now. Um, the slug is then going to use some of its movement to go down the steps um, some of the way, carrying you with it. God. Is it trying to roll over me? No, it's, it's actually dodging you. It's trying to retreat back to the water. Damn it. With Alusha to digest in peace. Please don't. Oh, it's not leaving my. Um, it hasn't. It has not left your your range yet. Yes. Um, Ember. Cool. Um, I'm trying. I I can't reach the slug since it's since moved further away. Correct. Uh, no, you won't have a limit one, two, six. Actually, you could you could get to its tail. Okay. Cool. Then I'm going to... Assuming you have 30 feet of movement. I think you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run up with a battle axe in both hands. Um, and so, let's see. One of those is a non-nat 20. That hits. And then, cool. And the other one um, is... A ten. Also hits. Oh, lovely. That is eighteen damage. Yeah, you bring your battle axe up in both hands and you smack it down right on the tail of the slug, and the flesh actually splits under the force of the blow. And as you bring the second one down straight on top of, of the same chop, it it extends further up the body of the slug until the slug is halfway split open and you can see Alusha through the hole you've made 
writhing Whoa. in the horrible slime that is now spilling down onto her and the the slug is twitching in its death throes. Cool. You uh, have successfully murdered a slug. Nice. Hell yeah. Where's it going? It's still twitching gently, but it's it's not making any kind of intentional motion. It's definitely a death slug. Cool. There's slime everywhere. And we are gonna have to pick that up right there next episode oh. because we're out of time. The, the slug is now fatally perturbed. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>